This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. My countrymen and my friends, I had hoped against hope that some miracle would prevent a devastating war and bring to an end the invasion. This most serious threat World Wrestling Federation has ever known. The long-term future of sports entertainment could change forever. A succession of actual wars have shaken the entire world and have threatened to bring on the gigantic conflict, which is today unhappily a fact. Nation. Welcome back to another episode of Nation Invasion. I'm your host, James Gruenberg, and we are officially on our way to SummerSlam. We are past the invasion pay-per-view. Stone Cold is now in is now leader of the Alliance. He jumped ship from WWF to WCW and ECW Alliance. And also, but that is not without consequence. As Kurt Angle, well, last week on SmackDown, beat Booker T for the WCW Championship. And Vince McMahon has reinstated The Rock. So a lot is going to happen uh, between these two shows here tonight. But before we get in, we deep dive into these shows, I'd like to uh, welcome back uh, my guest at this time. Uh, he helped me watch King of the Ring 2001. And that is Mr. Keith Langston. Keith, how are you doing tonight? Hey, Bubby. I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing well. A uh, lot to uh, lot to unfold uh, sure. here tonight. But uh, like I said before, Keith, uh, Kurt Angle now has the WCW championship. Uh, he beat yeah. Booker on SmackDown and made him uh, tap out. You know, I remember going to meet um, Kurt Angle. Um, I think... I think he might have just I think it was the US champion. Mm-hmm. Uh but it would have been during 2001. It was when his book came out. And uh I went to uh I went to like a bon- it was either a Borders or a Bonza Noble, I forget. And I remember going to get his seeing him get his like getting his autograph like on his book. But uh yeah, no, it was he was the WCW champion because he had the championship with him, and I thought that was really great. Uh, but then I think he lost the championship like shortly thereafter. That, you know, so I don't remember God, I, I don't know why he would have been it was in like Brookline, or not Brookline, Bro- uh, Brockton. But I don't know mm-hmm. where they I don't know where they were that they would have been like 
he would have been around. I mean, because I don't think they were. I don't think they were at like. Uh, you know, I don't think they were at anywhere in Boston. So it was kind of funny, but uh, yeah. Oh no, you know what? They were. They were in Raw like the following day. So maybe he. Maybe that's where he lost it to Edge. So yeah. Maybe I went. It was like November of twenty of two thousand and one. So it might have been then when he lost it to Edge. But. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. So that was kind of cool getting to meet Kurt Angle. Yeah, Kurt Angle, uh, you know, he's uh, he's uh, turning into a wrestling machine. He won't stop until he gets what he wants. And that is a uh, fight versus Stone Cold Steve Austin at mm-hmm. SummerSlam for the yep. WWF title. Mm-hmm. But tonight he has to face in a rematch. The WCW championship will be on the line. The World Heavyweight title will be on the line, as is Kurt Angle versus Booker T in a rematch. Mm-hmm. And then... You know, what? who is The Rock going to join? Is he going to join uh, – <laughs> is he going to come back to Team WWF for Vince McMahon? Or is he going to join the Alliance, you know? Because Shane McMahon did bring up good points for, uh, to Vince McMahon. You know, that Vince McMahon has screwed The Rock over and over again, you know? He yeah. screwed him at WrestleMania 16, and he screwed him at WrestleMania 17. So The Rock has some uh, – has some uh, heat with uh, Vince, you know? Sure. Mm-hmm. But I think that it would have been really odd. Uh, I mean, I guess it is odd because, you know, I don't want to give spoiler alerts down the road. <laughs> There's a particular person who was never in either ECW or WCW that then joins the Alliance. But it would have been odd if The Rock came back and said, I'm going to join the Alliance because of, you know, <laughs> Stephanie and Shane. But whatever. I guess we'll see where yeah. that happens, right? Yeah, uh-huh, yep. So this is so let's deep di- let's dive into uh this year raw. This is raw July 30th, 2001. We are live in Philadelphia. Ta- like so it's Jim Ross and Michael Cole again, but out comes Taz, Paul Heyman and Tommy Dreamer. Oh, yeah. They come out and then Taz goes, Mr. Dreamer, please escort Mr. Cole to the back so Mr. Heyman can do commentary and spread the spread the answer, spread the word of the alliance. Mm-hmm. And then, so poor Michael Cole gets like basically like harassed, like you know, a third grader. Like Tommy's like, "Give me your lunch money, kid!" Mm-hmm. And it looks so funny. He's like, Michael Cole looks so puny and hopeless. He's like, yeah, "What are you doing?" So um, Taz says tonight there will be a historic night for the Alliance. Booker T will bring the WCW title back, and The Rock will join the Alliance. So before anything else uh, occurs, Taz, uh, Chris Jericho comes out and he asks, well, will Taz please shut the hell up? So it's going to be Taz versus Chris Jericho. Yeah. Flying forearm to Taz, huge clothesline to Jericho. Taz mission applied to Jericho. Then Jericho goes for a low blow to Taz, a bulldog and a lion salt to Taz for the win. Uh, For this matchup, Keith, I want a half a star. Like Taz showed up like, Taz showed up for like a fight, you know, and he kind of gets one, but yeah. he goes down like way too, way too easily. And this matchup is short, and Jericho like throws in a low blow to win, like with the lion salt. So I gave it a half a star. I, I mean, I would have just, I flat out gave it a dud. I mean, it's thirty four seconds. It's two guys we know that can go. It's two guys that, given time, they probably could have take tear the house down. 
Taz is really weird. I have a really weird feeling for Taz in his WWE run, um, mostly because I think he still had a ton left in the tank. And he's like one of the best at like being a small guy, but wrestling like a big guy, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where I wanted to see. I would have loved to have seen Taz and Chris Jericho go toe to toe for a good solid, you know, I don't know. I mean, I guess if you're going to give him seven minutes, maybe, because it's not, you're not going to get anything more than like seven or eight minutes on a raw, especially during this era. But yeah, I, I kind of went, I went with a dud. I mean, I guess you could say a half a star just because of the name power, but it's almost the name power. Not getting any time to do anything is what makes me want to give it a dud. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Regal and Tajiri are backstage. Uh, well, first off, it's Vince McMahon. Vince is backstage with Regal and Tajiri. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of rock memorabilia all over because, you know, Vince wants The Rock to come back to Team WWF. Regal and Tajiri then bring Mr. McMahon pies. You know, they got their apple pie, their chocolate pie. And oh, yeah. then uh, Regal pulls out a blueberry pie and realizes that a piece has been eaten and it's been eaten by to Jerry. So, uh, like, Regal's like, how dare you be smirched this blueberry pie? And, you know, Vince is like, Regal, that's not the kind of pie that uh, The Rock likes, you know? Mm. He's like, oh, well, I didn't know that. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of pies here tonight. Oh, yeah. I thought it was hilarious. That was a funny segment. It is a good segment. I mean, you put Tajiri and, and Regal together, it was gold. I mean, you mm-hmm. throw in Vince there, and of course the sexual innuendos of Poontang Pie. Yeah, it's yeah. A+. Plus, A-plus plus humor. Mm-hmm. Re- so now um, now we have a matchup. It's a hardcore title match. It is Rob Van Dam versus Tajiri for the hardcore title. Yeah. Take them. Um, Take down by Tajiri. Both men duck each other's kicks. So, like, they, they know each other's moves. So, they duck and then, like, you know, they, they square off with, like, the fist ups. Like, knowing that these two guys, uh, while they may not have met a lot in ECW, like, or they have, they can go and they know, like, each other's moves. Like, you know, the kicks and everything. Yeah. Uh, Tajiri, okay, yep. Uh, <laughs> oh. Huge kick to huge kick to RVD by Tajiri. Spinning spinning leg kick to Tajiri. Front flip kick into a chair by Tajiri. Tree of Woe by Tajiri. Bridge German suplex for a two count. A moonsault to Tajiri. And then the five-star frog splash onto the chair for the win. For this mm-hmm. matchup, Steve, I went um I went two and a quarter. Mm. It, it was good. Um, a lot of stuff uh, happened, like, you know, hardcore match. And Rob Van Dam is really showing why he belongs uh, to have the hardcore title because he is just kicking ass, Will, against, like, you know, WWF guys. And he's showing that he wants to be a contender in this invasion. Now, this was this this was kind of – well, I guess was this after, really, the 24-7 rule? Or was that – I mean, I guess it's probably still in effect, but it was, it's not, I almost feel like at this point in 2001, they, they let the hardcore championship become like its own real championship and like kind of be defended under granted hardcore rules. But it's like, it's not just a complete joke. Like it was during the 24 seven era. So I did like this a lot. I actually like this two and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, I, yeah, I like this match a lot. I, I, I like the people involved. I'm a big 
you know, I'm a big fan of heart of Rob Van Dam and of Tajiri and this era hardcore matches was good. Yeah, they really got rid of like the Crash Holly, uh, you know, running around with referees basically. And like, you know, right. they're just like having it one on one matchup. Occasionally you will get a run in with a guy like, but it won't be like a comedic guy. It'll be like, you know, maybe it'll be like Rhino, Jeff Hardy, or like Bradshaw yeah. or someone, someone who like will go toe to toe with, um, with Rob Van Dam. It yeah. won't be like, Crash Holly, you know, and uh, Perry Saturn, and they were like, yeah. you know, comedic guys. It was a, so, legitimate, it was a legitimate guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we go backstage again. Shane, Steph, and Austin, Stone Cold are backstage with Rock memorabilia as well. Stone Cold is pumping up Booker T. Deborah comes in with her cookies, and the cookies will play a part on uh, SmackDown as well. So, uh, keep, keep that in mind. Okay. Um, Booker T eats a cookie and then uh, like he starts getting like a stomach like, you know, issue. So he's going, um, he's going like, oh God, my stomach hurts. Ah. And then we go, yeah, so, uh, you know, the cookies uh, are not sitting well with Booker T's stomach. And then we have Vince, he's running to greet The Rock when he stopped by the big show. He wants to go over um, names for him and Billy Gunn. Oh. And it's like, what the hell, you know? Like, just go off whatever you feel, show. I don't care. So this is like a weird segment. And Big Show has, like, fallen off the wagon with uh, WWF here. Yeah. I almost feel like Big Show would have been – I mean, it would have been bad, but it would. Big Show would have made sense if he had gone to the Alliance. Just mostly because – the amount of friggin' heel turns Big Show makes anyway, it would have made sense almost, you know? Mm-hmm. But. So now we have Paul Heyman. He explains why he is uh, he's doing commentary, because the Alliance needs a voice to get the message across. And to be fair, like, why wasn't Heyman? Like, Heyman did not need to be in the back. Like, he needed to be the voice with Jim Ross the whole time. I hate mm-hmm. when I said it a time and time again. I hate when JR and JR and Michael Cole play off of each other. They're both lead announcers. They cannot mm. be together if they're both lead announcers. You need a sidekick. Yep. <laughs> and if you put Michael Cole with JR, all he does is just repeat what JR literally said five minutes later. Sure. Mm hmm. Mitchell Cole right there. Yeah. <laughs> a recap of uh, Kurt Angle winning the WCW title. Kurt is confident he can beat Booker T again. He can't stand a crier. Kurt then challenges Stone Cold for a title shot. Mm-hmm. And then we go right to the parking lot. Vince, Seth, and Shane are waiting for The Rock. A limo pulls up, but out comes Canyon. So the joke is on Shane and Steph because they sent the limo for The Rock, and so does Vince. But uh, Shane and Steph's limo come first. They think it's The Rock, but it's really Canyon, you know? So, But who better than Canyon? Uh, everybody is better than Canyon. <laughs> oh, how dare you? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know, nobody is better no, than that's Canyon. The joke. That's the joke, though, is who's better than Canyon? Everybody! Yeah. Who better than Canyon? I mean, he is the WCW United States champion. Keep that Listen, in mind. Everybody's better than Canyon, all right? <laughs> so you need to know. 
Yep. So now we have Matt Hardy and Lita versus Hurricane Helms and Tori Wilson. And I always had a question, Keith, but it, but I, but I got my answer like right away because of like where he is uh, on the card here tonight. Did they not watch WCW and say, Hey, Billy Kidman looks like he's dating Tori Wilson. Why don't we just put them together and make them a power couple? You know, Kidman can fight the Hardys and Tori Wilson can fight Lita. It's Hurricane Helms here tonight with Tori Wilson. Yeah, it's kind of bizarre. I mean, I I, I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, it's bizarre anyway. I think they just honestly, I just don't think they ever liked Kidman. I think they just they they had a thing for him and or not for him. And obviously, you know, it's kind of a it's almost a Mark Merrow Sable type situation mm-hmm. where it's like you're gonna have to take him in order to get to in order to get uh, Tory. So it's like that's where you get. You know, you get the the Billy Kidman type stuff, but I have a feeling that they never really liked Kidman. And, you know, the less they had Kidman on television, the better off they were, which is why they go with a uh, a guy who is definitely likable and is probably, I feel like, on a higher plane with it being Helms, you know? Yeah, but I don't think Helms, like, had, like, the charisma yet as we'll see down the line of what he becomes like he just didn't have it yet i feel like kidman had like kidman had the factor uh since the beginning you know like you know that's the funny thing is yeah like billy kidman's a much better a much better performer a much better uh athlete and i feel like and i feel like he also gets afterwards like he doesn't he end up becoming like a trainer i think yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and it's like a producer now too. Like he's still yeah. a producer at WWE. Yeah, so yep. it's like I feel like Kidman ended up <laughs> Kidman ended up doing all the stuff that I think they had probably envisioned Helms to be like, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. But I think Helms is still part of WWE at times too. Like it's so yeah. weird like seeing them both. Yeah. Mm. But anywho, let's see what this match has to offer us as well. Um we have Fireman's carried by Lita, a clothesline to Tori. Helms grabs Lita by the hair. Double team suplex to Lita. Backdrop by Lita. Tag to Matt and Helms. Flying clothesline to both Helms and Tori. Yep. A neckbreaker to Matt. Her Karana by Lita. Twist of fate to Helms. But a low blow to Matt by Tori, and Helms gets the pin. For this matchup, I went a star and a quarter. It was. It was all right, but yeah. not a whole lot from, um, like, Tori at all. You know, she's green as grass. And, again, like I said, Helms just doesn't have it yet. Yeah. No, I agree with you on that. That's it's, – it's, it's, not, it's not a great match. It's, it's, it's passable, but it's nothing to write home about. It's a very blech kind of yep. match, I feel. Mm-hmm. Stone Cold is backstage getting Booker T motivated. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. like – but so like Booker T's like holding his stomach. He's like, dude, I, I don't know what's wrong with my stomach. And Austin goes, well, Booker, what did you eat? He said, 
Oh, I ate one of your wife's cookies. And Stone Cold goes, well, no wonder why your stomach's been hurting this whole time. Because those cookies are terrible. All I've been eating, I had them once, and uh, I had a stomach I had a stomach bug for three days. Booker, what are you doing? So, you like, that is not helping this scenario at all. Like, you mm-hmm. know, Booker T's, like, nervous of everything. Mm-hmm. Test is that... Tess is at WWF New York. We haven't seen him since the WWF basically turned their back on him Mm. because uh, they thought that Tess was bringing in WCW guys from uh, the outside into Madison Square Garden and having them invade. So they thought Tess was the mole leading the WCW guys in. So they all beat him up on the uh, orders of the APA. So he hasn't been seen since, um, like, Raw before King of the Ring, basically. Mm-hmm. Or after uh, after King of the Ring, I believe. Yeah, it was, like, right before Invasion. Um, but he supports, uh, still loyal to the WWF, and uh, he hopes Kurt Angle wins the, uh, retains the WCW championship. Mm. Yeah, uh, I actually, I think I told, I think I said this to you before. I saw him at WWF New York. Uh, when he hosted, um, he hosted No Way Out 2001. <laughs> and, I oh. and he was like the host for No Way Out. And I went to WWF New York for No Way Out 2001. And I remember when I was talking to him, I asked him when they were going to give him a run with the big belt. <laughs> yeah. And Did he, what like, he, say? <laughs> he was like, oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> like, okay, bro. Yeah. <laughs> So I'll give you the big boot, bro. They screwed yeah. me in '99. They did. They sure <laughs> did. Well, he was yeah. kind of a hot item in '99, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and the love triangle—that was a big deal. Him and Stephanie mm-hmm. and, Tri- and Triple H. So you know. Yeah. I thought I thought, a, I thought a title shot was coming, and he ended up getting what the uh, he didn't get much, but he got the what the Intercontinental belt, I think, for a little bit. Or yeah, he got the European title European, for a little yeah. bit. And yeah, a little yeah. bit of the Intercontinental title. He's got tag team titles, too. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's with Tess and Albert. Well, I mean, uh, Albert and Trish Stratus, so TNA, you know, mm-hmm. yep. for mostly 2000. Uh, yep. Yeah, so we'll see uh, what happens. Uh, Tess uh, makes his appearance uh, coming back up here uh, mm-hmm. to WWE. But we do have a WCW title match. It's a rematch from SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Kurt Angle versus Booker T. Before we even get to that, Alliance members start beating up book beating up Kurt Angle, and then Rhino gets a gore on Kurt. Big brawl between WWF and Alliance members break out. And then, like, so we go to a commercial and like all the Alliance members are out, but I think Shane McMahon is still there uh, with um Earl Hebner. So a lot going on there, um, you know, again, got to have, like, the Alliance does not play fair. And we see here that they're not winning clean at all. They're winning dirty, basically. Yeah. So we'll see how this one fans out. Booker bounces Kurt off the guardrail. Belly-to-belly suplex to Booker. Sidekick to Kurt. Low blow to Kurt. Another kick to Kurt's face. Flying forearm to Kurt. Chops by Booker T. German suplex by Kurt. Booker misses with the chair. Another German suplex by Kurt. Angle slammed to Booker. Stone Cold comes out. Angle counters a stunner. A scissors kick to Kurt. And then um, kick, uh, Kurt Angle punches uh, Charles Robinson. 
Angle mm. slammed to Booker T, but then Stone Cold gives Kurt Angle the stunner, and Booker T gets the win. Uh, for this matchup, I went two and a half, uh, Keith. It was it was all right, but um, a little too dirty for uh, Booker T. You know, they are really playing that this, uh, you know, this matchup is um, that uh, the Alliance can't win unless they cheat. And like Stone mm. Cold is really getting under Stone Cold is really getting under Kurt Angle's skin because he won't give what Kurt Angle wants, and he just screwed him out of the WCW title as well. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this match? I kind of went the same as you on this. I feel it's very similar. Um, it's a good setup, but again, it's one of these matches that you know it's just it's a setup. It's a setup match, so it didn't feel like it had high stakes, you know? Although I wouldn't have been surprised if they shifted it back, you know, um, and 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 had that. So, but yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't love it, you know. No. So Booker T is uh, now the uh, WCW champion. This is fifth time, fifth time, fifth time Mm -hmm. WCW championship. Um, So they go basically back to Booker T. This is is his fifth. This is the time he wins. I thought he had five times legit in WCW. No, he had four times in WCW. They were just calling it the W. They were calling it the WCW champion. They didn't move it to the world heavyweight title until after. um, Yeah, no, I knew that. I just, I thought Survivor Series. I thought when he said five time, he was, it was that, but okay. Already. Yeah, no, I had to look it up too, but the fifth time is actually here tonight. All right. Well, Um, there you go. It's still the WCW championship. You know? Yeah. Um. So yeah, they they were like it was it was kind of interesting to see how long Kurt Angle was going to have this WCW title. Three days was too like too early, but they really wanted to rush this uh, into Austin. Um, this into like the uh, Austin Angle feud yeah. here, so they had to get the belt off with Kurt. And well, that's Booker yeah, that's why I was saying other things. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying about it being just like it was just a it, it's just a filler match to fill. You know, I mean, I guess you want to get the belt off of Kurt because, you know, you 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 did what you had to do. You, you showed that they're vulnerable, you know. Yeah, that, you know, you can be an alliance member for a title that you can take a WCW cha- championship away from them, too. But again, mm-hmm. it just goes right back. But we'll see what happens. Austin runs away from Kurt in a cowardly lion sort of way. Like he just runs away. Like he does his damage, but he runs away. Then Kurt runs into Deborah. Kurt tells Deborah her cookies and Stone Cold have something in common. They both suck. And he takes the cookie and he says, This is what I'm going to do to your husband's ankle. And he like starts like ripping it apart. He wants to break it. Sure. So, uh, you know, Angle is pissed. Mm-hmm. Edge and, so now we have uh, Edge and Christian versus Landstorm and Canyon. Edge and Christian have been getting under Landstorm's skin ever since they challenged him to a matchup at Invasion. And, you know, who better than Canyon as a tag team partner, you know? So these are two, uh, well, these, uh, Edge and Christian are like the backbone of WWF. You know, they help out. And Landstorm and Kenny and I uh, have something to prove uh, to the for the alliance here. Yeah, it's just so funny to see like like Landstorm and Canyon. I mean, both holding the mid card titles. Um, God, Landstorm never did anything in WWE, which is so sad. I mean, like he really he really 
he was so he was so awesome in WCW, you know, back in and and I and you know what the funny thing too is like I remember loving loving the uh, when he would change the titles over, you know, to like the hundred kilogram and under and the Canadian heavyweight championship, the Saskatoon the Saskatchewan Hardcore International title. I mean, I loved when he would do that. That shit was so good, and it's like yeah. that's the kind of stuff. That's the kind of shit. That like I could see WWF doing and getting like actual fan reaction from and, and, and getting people like getting it over, you know, that's right up Vince's alley, like changing the championship to, you know, changing like the Intercontinental title to just the Canadian championship. Or even if they went and had him as the U.S. champion and he changed it back to the Canadian heavyweight championship. It's just the same. that It's a shame that he didn't really do much after, you know, he really didn't. He really didn't do much after the alliance. He was kind of like. You know, I don't know, barely. Yeah, around, you, I mean, know? you know, he got his tag team titles, uh, you know, basically. But again, like you said, like they didn't really push him forward. However, Keith, I will say this um, Lance Storm, like they really were. He's like he does have something to kind of be proud of that they trusted. They went with him. To like, let's give him the intercontinental title because we know we can. Like, they put a lot of trust in the landstorm, and sure. they were right. You know, he's a great, safe worker. You know, he doesn't have anything bad to say. He's not a complainer. Like, yep. he did everything by the book. Oh, he's a good so dude. They were like, oh, we can give this guy the mm-hmm. intercontinental title as like a kickoff to the invasion. You know. Yep. No, he's a good dude. Yep. So flat, so flapjack and spinning heel kick to Canyon, backbreaker to Canyon, drop kick by Storm to Christian, tag to Storm. Oh yeah, like another uh, tag to Storm, leg drop to the back of Christian's head, cross body to Storm, neckbreaker by Canyon, reverse DDT to Christian. Uh, oh shoot! Uh, correct. Oh yeah, tag uh, tag to Edge and Storm, spear to Storm. The Impaler to and then the Impaler to Storm Flapjack into the U.S. title by Canyon and Storm pins Edge. Uh, with this mm-hmm. matchup, Steve, I mean, uh, Steve, sorry, I'm so sorry for calling you Steve. My bad. Don't worry uh, about it, buddy. Oh, gosh. Uh, I went with uh, two and a quarter. It was all right, but again, mm. you're saying that the Alliance guys cannot win except when they cheat, you know? Yeah, I agree. Uh, although. I would have probably said two and a half because I think it's a good tag match. Um, they had five and a half minutes. It's not terrible. So I would have been okay with, I would be okay with, uh, with, with like, what, what did I say? Two and a half stars? Yeah, you said two yeah. and a half. Yeah. Two and a half. Yeah. That would be I good. said the quarter because, like, you know, well, like just like the cheating ways. But like, you no, know, you're right. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's ridiculous because, but that makes sense that none of the alliance is going to win clean. Because it, you have to pitch them as the the ultimate bad guys because they're invading yeah. Vince's earth. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, that's how the whole thing was going to go anyway. So. And yeah. Stephanie always says that they're going to play dirty, so they're keeping true to their word of mm-hmm. we don't play fair, we play dirty. Right. So Shane Steph, 
So Shane stabbed Chuck Palumbo and Sean O'Hare of all people oh, are Lord. celebrating with Booker T as he wins as he wins the WCW title. But then Kurt Angle comes in and he beats up the Alliance members. Like he gets shots on <laughs> O'Hare and Palumbo and he tries mm-hmm. to get to Booker, but Booker escapes. Then Regal tells Vince the Rock is in his limo limo um is in his limo because uh vince has specially assigned limo wwf one go to rock's hotel room so regal says oh mr mcmahon your special limo is here wwf one has arrived and he's like that's my limo i sent for the rock pal wwf one <laughs> yeah <clears throat> it's so funny i love it yeah. It's like Air Force One, you know? How many mm-hmm. limos have they had? It's like mm-hmm. when you see, like, this... It's like they just got the same limo twice and was like, I'll oh, just repaint it again, you know? Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and then when you see, like, people coming out of limos, like, seven times, they're like, that, do all these guys got limos? So they just have the same one go back seven times. <laughs> <laughs> so now of, we have... It's a lot, yeah, of, burning so of, a lot of burning of gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but ga- gas was a lot cheaper in 2001. Mm, it sure was. <laughs> so now we have a title for title match, meaning if based on the two that we have, it's Billy Kidman versus Xbox. So if Xbox Kim pins Billy Kidman, Xbox wins the WCW Cruiserweight Championship along with his light heavyweight title. Vice versa, Kidman will get the light heavyweight title along with his um, cruiserweight title. So mm. this was a pretty, I, I thought this was a pretty good matchup, you know, like again, X-Pac gets kind of booed because like, I feel like the fans are tired of him, like the go away heat, you know, like DX is over with, like, what are you still doing here? Come back maybe another time because like, you know, it does seem like X-Pac was always like the old crowd, but he could still go, you know? Yeah. I love well, how, uh, I love yeah. though how I I did love how like the only person in the in the in the WWF faction that got booed on a consistent basis during the during the invasion is Xbox. <laughs> yeah, because like you put them in a category with like you know guys like D'Lo Brown and like yeah. you know the Good Father, and it's like yeah, like your gimmicks are over, bro. Like go away, you know. Mm-hmm. Even those guys, like Godfather and D'Lo, knew when like it was their time to like leave and just be in the background. You know, mm-hmm. Xbox mm-hmm. over here just wants to work. Yep. Let's see how this one happens. So let's see what happens in this one. Hurricanrana to Xbox front flip over the top rope by Xbox. Kidman throws Xbox into the ring post. Leg drop over the top rope by Kidman. Big splash missed by Kidman. Power bomb by Xbox for a two count. Bronco Buster, and then a dropkick by Kidman midair to X-Pac. Face Buster by Kidman. X-Factor off the top rope for the win. For this matchup, Steve, I went two and three quarters. These guys did great. And that mm. X-Factor off the top row off the top rope by x-pac for the win was really great so x-pac is now the new cruiserweight champion wcw cruiserweight title champion and he still has the light heavyweight title that nobody cares about i honestly didn't remember that it was this 
that they did it then. I felt like it was the, I felt like it was either at, you know, and I don't know. I don't remember when they had, uh, they unified all the titles. I thought it was during like SummerSlam or the invasion pay-per-view, but yeah, I guess it makes sense. This is, this is kind of like the low end title. They're not going to. You know, they're just going to they're going to do this quick and quietly. But, yeah, great match altogether. I also think I went uh, I think I went three and a half, actually, three and a half stars on this. Oh, OK. And it's not even that like they unified it where like the the your light heavyweight title goes away, you know, because Xbox will still come out with the W two W two of two belts, basically. Mm. But um, it was surprising that Xbox got the win. Um, I figured that they would have gone with Kidman, and I like you. I would have thought that they would have put the two titles on the line at Invasion, you know, because yeah. at Invasion they're just getting it for the point. They're not going title for title. Right. Right. And now uh, we are in the parking lot again. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, camera guys, too, like, you know, Hollywood people, like uh, TMZ reporters as well. I feel like Vince, like, hired these guys. who was like, hey, just take pictures like your TMZ and stuff. I'll pay you later. Mm-hmm. Um they uh they're in the they're waiting on the parking lot for the rock. Another limo pulls up, and it's not the rock, it is Howard Finkel. He got lost with the directions and could not find the Rock's hotel uh hotel. So Vince McMahon is very, very angry. <laughs> oh my Vince, goodness. Vince, I got lost with uh, is that a six or a three, Vince? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Vince. <laughs> oh, yeah. So now JR and Paul Heyman go over DDP's actions last week on Raw, where he throws Sarah into the line of fire as the Undertaker uh, hit, accidentally hit Sarah with a chair. The Dudley boys vowed to put Sarah through a table mm-hmm. as we have a tables match now between Undertaker and Kane versus the Dudley boys. Yep. Before we get there, the rock is outside uh, by the old Rocky statue, um, you know, and uh, he's going to make his way towards the uh, towards the arena here. Bubba is slammed into the announcer's table. Sidewalk slammed to Devon. Flying clothesline to Devon by Kane. Clothesline to, clothesline to Bubba. Reverse neck rigger to The Undertaker. Big boots to Bubba Ray. Nick Patrick moves the table uh, so, like, Devon doesn't get put through it. Low blow by DDP to Undertaker. Sarah counters Bubba Ray by, like, so Bubba Ray is about to put Sarah through a table, and then Sarah starts to, uh, like, counter him by, like, biting him, like, scratching. And then the Undertaker gives Bubba Ray a chokeslam into a table. For the win for this matchup, uh, I went two stars. It was all right. Um, it wasn't really anything fancy. It was just to let you know that the Undertaker uh, gets like a little bit of revenge, you know, and that this storyline between DDP and yeah, um, Sarah is not over with uh, like again. But it's good the Undertaker gets a win over the uh, the Deadly Boys here. Um, I mean, it's Brothers of Destruction. I love it. So anything for that. I mean, I'm going to go nuts. Um, and But you're right. It wasn't that great. So I think I, I think I did go like two and a half. 
because it's the Brothers of Destruction, but, you know, it wasn't anything more. It's a tables match. Those things are terrible in any way, you know? Yeah, especially, like, when you're cut out for time here and, like, you know, yeah. I mean, basically, like, it's Bubba Ray doing it all. I mean, you know, it's not like Devon, like, I mean, Devon has his moves, but it's really all Bubba Ray and Devon just has, like, the what's up bomb, basically, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we get yep. to our... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we get to our final segment here. Uh, Vince, Shane, and Steph all come to the ring. The Rock returns. You know, well, Philadelphia is going crazy for him. Shane starts off by telling The Rock Vince will screw The Rock again if he goes to the WWF. Vince pleads The Rock to come back to the WWF that they need him, and the Alliance wouldn't know what to do with The Rock. Plus, Stone Cold Steve Austin is now the leader of the Alliance. Why would you team up with the Rattlesnake? You can't trust the Rattlesnake and all this stuff, basically. Mm. First off, uh, Rock shakes Vince's hand, but then he gives him the Rock bottom. Shane starts to celebrate Rock, and then just like he shakes uh, Shane's hand, but then that turns into a rock bottom to Shane and a people's elbow. Paul mm-hmm. Heyman is going nuts. He's like, but whose side is he on, JR? Whose side is he on? And then The Rock announces, finally, The Rock has come back to the WWF. And now The Rock is celebrating with the fans. So mm-hmm. the alliance gets the ultimate loss of not having The Rock, but they did pick up um they did pick up wins and they got the WCW championship back. Mm-hmm. They sure did. Which I believe Rockets pretty soon, pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out uh what happens there as uh well. But uh we are getting closer to uh SummerSlam. Again, Kurt Angle just really is like trying to get Stone Cold to budge and give him that title matchup here. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens uh, as the Rock starts down with the Team WWF versus uh, the Alliance here too, and what uh, SmackDown is, what's going to happen on SmackDown. Mm. And with that, we are on SmackDown, August second, Washington D.C. We have Michael Cole and Taz, uh, Taz here. So uh, no, no tough enough for a uh, Taz this week uh, as uh, he's on uh, commentary. Kurt Angle comes to the ring. Angle admits he lost to Booker T, but he won't cry about it. Angle says he has a lot to do before summer ends. He wants to learn to surf. He wants to get a great tan. And he wants to go to SummerSlam and be Stone Cold Steve Austin for the WWF Championship. Mm. Kurt, Kurt, um, Kurt mentions Michael Jordan coming back, um, you know, he says, say, like, you know, Michael Jordan can come back to another team that's the Washington Wizards and win an NBA championship. And, like, you know, he mentions Bill Clinton, you know, like he can make a comeback after the whole, like, you know, Monica Lewinsky uh, scandal oh, yeah. and everything, too. So I, I laughed hysterically when, like, he mentioned Michael Jordan and the Wizards. It's like, he's going to come back and win a championship. I can come back and win the WWF title at SummerSlam. <laughs> it was a yeah. freaking funny thing. Yes, it was. Absolutely. Yep. And then um, he vows to make Austin tap. And then in a goofy segment, 
Uh, he leads the pledgeable. He leads the crowd into the pledgeable legions. I mean, just because they're in Washington D.C., it's very patriotic, and it's ridiculous. That was a ridiculous segment. Yeah, I mean, they were trying to. I mean, they're. It, it's so funny there. I mean, we know what happens like a month from now, and then there's this like huge patriotic push. Uh, oddly enough, but it's, it is funny. Like, bef- like the pre nine 11 Kurt angle being like, just so, so yeah. like rah, rah, this boom, bah, America, America. It's really funny. Like, especially considering at this point, America's still like in a period of peace. Like we really haven't had anything go on since the Gulf war. So it's like, it's yeah. kind of funny to just see that there's like this, you know, all this is going on and, you know, literally a month before, the whole world changed, so it is kind of funny in in retrospect to look at. Yeah. Yep. Lance Storm comes to the ring with the Canadian flag. Lance says Kurt only won the goal because he didn't face the Canadian in the finals. <laughs> Storm says that um, Kurt Angle's speech was a lie, just like the President of the United States was telling lies as well. Like he basically says that, which is. Which was hilarious. Storm then challenges Angle. Then Storm throws the IC title at Angle and then super kicks him in the face. So Lance Storm gets a nice shot in to uh to Kurt Angle. So uh that, that was a pretty good shot by uh Lance Storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was pretty good. I like that. <laughs> Stone Cold is backstage, and out of nowhere, Sean Stasiak is comes in, and he tries to suck up to Austin. But like Stone Cold is just like, "Oh yeah, man, I see you reaching for the stars, bro. You could do it." And then he goes, "Deborah, who was that?" And Deborah's like, "Steve, he's in the Alliance. Like, how do you not know his name?" <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, this is so bad on Sean Stasiak. Oh yeah, yeah, it's terrible. Well, now we have another. Uh, we have a tag team matchup. It's the Hardy Boys versus Pol- Chuck Palumbo and Sean O'Hare. Matt and O'Hare start off cross body by Jeff, clothesline to Matt, clothesline to Matt by O'Hare. Frequent tags by both uh, Palumbo and O'Hare. You know, like they just kept on tagging each other in. Not really do. They didn't do a whole lot uh, with their time in the ring. They were just like do like a few punches, maybe a kick, and then they would just tag to uh, tag to each other. Backdrop by backdrop to Palumbo by Matt. Tag to Jeff. Poetry in motion to O'Hare. Twist of fate and Swanton bomb to O'Hare. Palumbo. Super kicks Jeff and O'Hare gets the pin. Uh, for this matchup, Steve, it's like I would say it's a star in three quarters. Like it's all right, but again, Palumbo and O'Hare really didn't do much. And Palumbo had to super kick Jeff uh to get the uh win for O'Hare here. So I want to star in three quarters. Mm. Yeah, I mean it's not a great match. Uh star in three quarters, really. Um <laughs> All right, I'll give you a star in three quarters. I'll give you a star in three quarters. No, what would you go with? Come on. Maybe a star. Maybe a star and a half. Yeah. Yeah, Not too too much. I'm not a... Yeah, I'm not a huge... Sean O'Hare and Chuck Palumbo fan, but um, at least it's a... At least it seems like it's a clean win, right? 
Yeah, no, but because, like, this is in WCW. Like, I mean, the natural born thrillers in WCW towards the end. If yeah. you really enjoyed WCW towards the end, these yeah. guys were the new faces, basically, especially, um, like Palumbo, O'Hare, and Gingerak. Not so much Sean Stasiak, but, you know, those yeah, three at the true. natural born. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, what's right is right. And you're right. They were, <clears throat> they were getting up there and becoming something something good in a, in a time when it was not everything was so all right i'll do it i'll do a i'll do two stars how about that <laughs> you know no in review i'm gonna say you know I'll, I'll admit when i'm wrong and i think it's just my it's my wcw bias that everything towards the end was garbage but i'll say oh I'll, no yeah but no, I know you love WCW in 2000 and 2000. <laughs> no, I know yeah. that you're like, you know, it's funny though, because you are, you're like a big, you're a big WCW and, and the WCW fan. So yeah, I'll go I with like it. The uh, I sure. think it's kind of funny. Like the whole Gaga of like the storylines, like the wrestling was good. The storylines were like crap, but whatever, you know, it's all good. I mean, Jer- the, the, the yeah. funny thing is, is the stuff that's the, the, Newer guys were doing some good shit. The young guys were doing some good stuff. Yeah. I think it could have lasted. Yep. And, uh, you know, that whole thing just happened. It was like, well, now what do we do? Oh, let's get retrained and mm. have nobody really realize who we are, you know, because they're yeah. not WCW fans. So that's why it sort of failed, the invasion. Not just because of the top talent not being there, but... Because nobody really watched WCW towards the end unless he yeah. really wanted to. Yeah. Jericho and Stephanie are backstage. Jericho says Steph has a big zit on her face. And then, like, Christian and Edge come in and they start making fun of her. They call her, like, a, I forget what they called her. It was like a trash bag scam. Oh, like a tramp walker or something like it was something funny along those lines and Stephanie just barges off like all angry so you know Jericho Edge and Christian are having some ha-has with Stephanie as this all this feud between Stephanie and Jericho will continue on and on you know (laughs) best feud of 2001 by far is Stephanie and Jericho (laughs) one of the best feuds yes absolutely and now um so and then another dumb backstage. Keep in mind, Steve, uh, Keith, we have a lot of uh, Keith. We have a lot of backstage moments here. Stone Cold yeah. is approached by Stacy Keebler. Stacy offers Austin a cookie, and he eats them. He eats the cookies. Deborah catches Stone Cold in the act, and then Austin denies doing anything wrong. And then DDP is in a dark room with a shrine of pictures of Sarah. So we're getting to the creepier side of uh, DDP with Sarah. At first, it was kind of funny. Now it's just really weird. Mm. Yeah, it is kind of weird. Yeah, so now it's like cool. It's like the cool Ethan as uh, the movie was uh, like, I think it was called Slackers, where he's got like the you ever see the movie Slackers, Keith? I have, yes. Yeah, it's it's Ethan uh, when uh, they're in this room and, uh, you know, he's got the shrine of the girl. It's like, Jesus, what's wrong with you, man? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you, now we have a U.S. title match. It's Canyon versus Kane. Canyon asks, who's better than Canyon? Who better than Canyon? 
And out comes Kane. Anybody. Kane, yeah. Like before, he when he asks the question, a big flamethrow comes up. And it's like, oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Kane throws Canyon into um, the guardrail. You know, Kane throws Canyon to the outside. Kane, misses, Kane then um, goes into the guardrail. Then Kane catches Canyon, flying forearm to Canyon. Canyon gets choke slammed, but Nick Patrick DQs Canyon because Canyon grabbed Nick Patrick, and then Nick Patrick like disqualifies Canyon. So Kane gets <laughs> so Kane gets like the win by disqualification, but again, Canyon retains the U.S. title. So a lot of cheating by Nick Patrick as he disqualifies Canyon. Oh, yeah. Crooked referee um, Nick Patrick. Yep, for this matchup, uh, I gave it a quarter star. Like you always gotta love Kane's powerhouse moves. Um, uh, it was basically a squash match, and Canyon got saved by the referee, but Kane's not done yet as he choke slams Nick Patrick. <clears throat> hmm I mean, it's it, 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 it's a dud. It's a dud for me. And the reason being <laughs> no is problem. because it's just awful. But I do love Kane. I love me some Kane. I love 2001 Kane anyway. So, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now we have um, now we have uh, backstage Stephanie. She orders the Dudley Boys and Rhino to take out Jericho, Edge, and Christian. Mm-hmm. And now The Rock comes out to the ring. The Rock came back to the WWF. Because he vows um, he wants to help the WWF and for payback. He was born in the WWF, and he will always be Team WWF. Mm-hmm. And for payback to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Rock calls out Austin, but Booker T comes out. Booker T says Rock isn't even in Austin's league, or Booker T's league for that matter. Rock asks, like, um. Like, you know, oh, who in the blue hell are you? Like, what's your name again? And he goes, I'm the WWE. It doesn't matter who you are. So this apparently was Sting Sting's answer to why he didn't come to the WWF. He said said because he didn't want to get dissed by the rock which i thought was a great answer yeah that's a that's 100 it was this part right here i thought it was when i I didn't realize it was this week i thought it was the one but it made sense because this is the first interaction the rock has with with uh booker Booker t T. because i was trying to think when booker t first came in yep and he was kind of like still a baby face. Uh-huh. That's like post wrestle. Is it post WrestleMania? Uh, or is I think it of like I think you're thinking like post King of the Ring. Like it's King of the Ring, basically the Booker T's a face, like a little yeah. bit. But yeah, then yeah, he goes yeah. Right to heel. Because there's that one time where like he comes in and he 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 helps like he helps like whoever the face is at the time in the WWF. I forget. Um, I know it was only like a month ago in this thing, but yeah, I, I, apo- I apologize. I didn't, I didn't read, I didn't watch back then, but it's like, yeah. I didn't watch the lead up, but uh, yeah. And then I remember this part where he goes, who in the blue hell are you? And that was, but I don't blame Sting for having an issue. I mean, dude, what the fuck? Booker T was like the biggest star in WCW at the end. Yeah. And they and made the him like, look, look, yeah. Like and, that's just, and that's the rock. I mean, that's, that's the rock, you know? 
Yeah. So. Um. So then uh, Booker T says that. Um. So Booker T actually challenges The Rock to a match at SummerSlam. Shane comes out. Shane says Booker is more athletic than The Rock, mm-hmm. which is insane to say, but. You know, like, uh, Booker T has been, like, in training, you know, like, and, uh, you know, he's been wrestling, but The Rock's been off doing movies, so he might not be wrong, you know, The Rock could be out of shape. Um, Shane doesn't want The Rock in the alliance anymore. Shane wants to fight The Rock. Shane challenges Rock to a street fight on Raw. Mm-hmm. So next week on Raw, we're going to get Shane McMahon versus... Oh, the Rock in a street fight. Yep, the Croc. <laughs> yeah, Stone Cold is trying to explain to Deborah he had to eat a cookie. You know, he didn't eat all day. Lance Storm comes in. Austin tells Lance to make an example out of Kurt Angle and like rally him up. Like, you got this kid. You can do this, son. Do it for the Alliance. Do it for Stone Cold, Lance. Take him out, Lance. Lance. Yep. And now we have the Dudley Boys and Rhino versus Edge, Christian, and Chris Jericho. Rhino and Y2J start off. Missile drop kick to Rhino. Atomic drop to Devon. And double T moves from Edge and Christian. Devon runs into Rhino. Flapjack to Edge. Spear to Rhino. Tag to Jericho, swinging neckbreaker and bulldog to Devon. Jericho reverses the the what's up bomb. Walls of Jericho to Devon, but Rhino gores Jericho. Devon gets the pin. Uh, for this matchup, Steve, I went to I went two and a quarter. It was fine for what it was. Rhino had to gore Rhino gored um, you know Jericho, and that's gonna like start their little uh, their little feud. So. They're yep. doing exactly what Stephanie said. You know, they are taking out Jericho, Edge, and Christian. And then you hear Bubble like, Stephanie wants you dead. Stephanie said kill you as he's punching right. Jericho, which was hysterical. Yeah, seriously. I mean, it's not going to be that much long, uh, much that, that much longer where Jericho's allied allied with, uh, with Stephanie. But okay. <laughs> Yeah, I went two and a quarter. I thought it was all right for what it was. Yeah, two and a half. I'd say two and a half. It's a good match. It's a good tag match. Yeah. Stephanie wants you dead. Stephanie said kill you. (laughs) Like, he's insane, Bubba, at this time. So now, um, so now Deborah wants, um, so now again, backstage with this. This is ridiculous. This is so dumb. Deborah wants Steve to eat one of her cookies. Austin says, uh, Deborah is being selfish. You know, I'm not hungry. Stop forcing me to eat. So now Deborah comes to the ring, says, People have been raving about her. Uh, people have been bad mouthing Deborah's cookies. She gives cookies to the fans, and then Stone Cold comes to the ring you know that one lady wanted a cookie and didn't get one she was like come on I want a cookie <laughs> oh my god yeah Austin asks Deborah what the hell she is doing Deborah says the fans love her cookies Deborah is tired of Stone Cold disrespecting her and then Deborah out of nowhere hits Stone Cold with the cookie tray Stone Cold you know um, basically, like, 
is like Deborah, I love your cookies. And like, you know, he's left like left like with the fans laughing at him and he doesn't know what to do. So he gets so mad that he runs down Kurt Angle and then accepts Angle's challenge for the WWF title at SummerSlam. So we now know that it'll be Stone Cold versus Kurt Angle oh, at yeah. SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And in a hell of a main event, too, I might add. Yeah. That's, this a, was great, that's a great fucking match. Yeah, this was such a dumb segment, though, to, like, get to what Kurt Angle wants. It's not about what Stone Cold wants. It's about what Kurt Angle wants. And they do it between a cookie segment with Stone Cold getting hit by a cookie tray. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's like, what was it? Jericho and Kane had a feud over a cup of coffee. You know, Booker T. Was it Booker T and Edge was the shampoo commercial? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I don't Regal, know. Regal is backstage um, with Tajiri for some reason, waiting for the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Lance, now we have Lance Storm versus Kurt Angle. Fireman's carried a storm, clothesline and backdrop by Kurt. Boston Crab counter to an ankle lock. Storm gets the ropes. Storm bounces Angle off the top rope, suplex the angle. Cross body, both men go go down because they were both going for the cross body. Belly to belly suplex to Storm. Super kick to Angle. Angle goes into the steps. Storm goes into the barricade. Angle slam and ankle lock to Storm for the win. Uh, for this matchup, Steve, I went, I mean, Keith, I went two and a quarter. Uh, yeah, I actually, I, again, I love both of these guys. I think... I'm going to go, I, you know what? I'm going three on this. I really like this match. All righty. Yeah. I like these two guys, but that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 It's fine. It's it's Angel. fine. You know, I love yeah. him. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, the Kurt Angle, like he, he has this, like, you know, mindset. He just wants to get to Austin. He doesn't care yeah. who he beats up, you know. No more goofy I pledge no. allegiance. Even though he did say the Pledge of Allegiance, no more goofy well, angle. No, no. Angle. Like angle angle post invasion pre when he joined well, pre spoiler alert when he joins. Um, he's fucking awesome. You know, Angle is like this way over baby face during this early part of the alliance is fucking yeah. awesome. 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 And he's but well I, he well yeah. earned he well earned everything he got in this at this time period. You know? Especially like after the feud with um Chris Benoit into mm-hmm. the street fight, we see the aggressive side of Kurt, like he's going to kill anybody to get what he wants. Mm-hmm. And the icing on the cake is when Stone Cold joined the Alliance, Kurt was like, that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm stepping up. No more goofiness. No more milk drinking. No more this. I'm just going to kick your ass. And I like too because it seems like he you know, he he took the place of The Rock. Mm-hmm. And I like that he took the place of The Rock because Somebody had to, and I mean, I, I don't think that if he wasn't hurt, I don't think like Triple H would have taken the place of the, I feel like if, I feel like if Triple H wasn't hurt, I think yeah. that all the Alliance stuff would have been like, I think Triple H would have done it. And I think like you would have had Austin turn face a lot earlier and, you know, in that, and he wouldn't have been the, you know, like he would have been the face and he would have been the one yeah. who let 
the WWF because I don't think there was no way Triple H was going to do that, you know? No, but I it think Triple H could have played. It would have been weird yeah. seeing Triple H in that role, especially considering none of his friends are in the friggin' alliance, you know? Like, he doesn't like any of those people, you know? No, but again, if you have Stephanie, you know, maybe they would have put um, Triple yeah. H and Stephanie together, That's you know? True. Yeah. Like, Austin remains uh, babyface and Triple H goes heel, but then also you think to yourself, it, what about Chris Benoit? What if Chris Benoit never got hurt, you know? Mm, yeah. What would have happened there as well, you know? Would Chris Benoit have been chasing Stone Cold for the WWF title the whole time? Yeah. Uh, you know? Maybe, um, maybe, maybe yeah. he changes. Maybe he flips because. He knows if he flips, he'll get a shot against Austin, you know? Yeah, like a lot of like what ifs here and, uh, you know, questions that will never get answered. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. I know. So you just got to go and roll with the punches here. So mm-hmm. Kurt Angle gets a win over Lance Storm, and we now know uh, it's going to be Austin Angle for the WF title. Regal tells Undertaker it's a non-title match uh, versus Booker T. Taker says... I'll, I'll make it a WCW title match, uh, title match. Uh, you know, don't you worry about that. Right. And now we have a tough enough recap. Uh, Shadrick is eliminated, but this one, this one elimination took Jacqueline uh, to heart too. That like, she felt really, really bad for this guy, you know, like he really was trying, but he just did not cut it at all, you know. So Shadrick is eliminated from Tough Enough Week. Tough Enough. <laughs> yes. Okay. Hey, it was a cool concept, you know. Anything sure. on MTV was cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe not the best, but we we still got to see The Miz, you know, and The Miz came out on top. We did. Yeah. Maven. Wait, he, didn't, he didn't win that year, did he? No, he lost in no Miz lost in two thousand and four to Daniel Pewter. But the Miz, out of anyone who's been on Tough Enough, you have to think, even though he didn't win Tough Enough, the Miz still had the best. Oh career. my god, absolutely! Oh, without a shadow of a doubt, there's not even was, any. There's no comparison. Yeah, there's no comparison at all. You know, I'll be honest with you. I think as far as any reality competition show. Yeah. American Idol, America's Got Talent, uh-huh. Tough Enough, The Amazing Race, Survivor, any any friggin' reality-based sh- competition show, the Miz mm. is the, the Miz is the is the top guy. Yeah. Mike Zanin or whatever his name is is the guy that is the top guy of all time because he's had more success I think I would dare to say he's even had more success than Kelly Clarkson. You oh know? yeah, now at least. Yep. Yeah. And I would say wow. that Kelly, Kelly Clarkson, uh, maybe Carrie Underwood beats him out. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. But you know, Nobody when everyone else. wanted Clay, when, when everyone wanted Clay Aikman to win, they got Ruben Stuttered, you know? Right. Like right. Exactly. <laughs> and then he realized, oh, Clay Aikman only has one uh one hit wonder, you know, and Ruben Stutter didn't really do that much either. Ruben <laughs> didn't have one hit. Yeah. <laughs> Clay he had, a, had one hit. He, wait, wait, Ruben Stutter had a, a, a little rap song in Scooby-Doo 2. That's it. Oh, is that what he did? Exactly. One thing. 
All right. Yep, that's it. <laughs> so, so then uh, Booker T actually, uh, we're backstage with Booker T and Shane, and he accepted the Undertaker's challenge because he doesn't want to get punked out by anybody. So Booker T now is putting up his WCW title belt to say that he's not afraid of any WWF competitor. So mm-hmm. it really does show that Booker T wants it and he's not a sucker for The Rock or Undertaker or anybody, you know? Yep. So now we have The Undertaker versus Booker T. It's for the WCW title. Booker uh, punches and uh, a sidewalk slam to Booker. Big boot by Taker. Clotheslines to the outside to, to Booker T. Booker slams Taker into the steps. Booker goes to work on Undertaker. Cross arm breaker by Undertaker. Shane pulls the ropes on Taker. Taker goes into the announcer's table. Clothesline by Undertaker. Taker punches Shane. Shane then grabs Sarah to distract Taker. Sarah elbows Shane and Taker beats him up. Booker T hits Taker with a chair. Rock gives Booker T a rock bottom. Shane hits the rock with a chair. Shane punches. Shane then punches Tim White. Booker hits Taker with the belt. Rock beats up uh, Shane. Oh, then the Alliance members come out, and then the Rock and Taker clean house. So this is kind of fuzzy, like a like a crazy matchup. But for what it was, it was two and a quarter in my book. And then like you just have the fall of the Rock and Undertaker standing tall. You know that the Rock is uh, Team WWF, and he will lead the WWF sure. along with the Undertaker here. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. Um... That in-depth analysis, Gruny, I think you're right. So, yeah, I agree with that. Standing tall, the alliance, well, the uh, whatever you call it, the WWF. Yeah. What were they called? Like, they were called Team WWF. Yeah, yeah. The originals? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just Team WWF, basically, you know. <laughs> but, um, like, this was, like, insane, like, crazy, like, way too much, like, Gaga running crap, you know, like no yeah. clear winner, like a lot of like, oh, well, I'm going to hit you with the title. Oh, well, I'm going to hit you with the chair. Oh, there goes the referee, um, you know, just to like get the rock to come out and give Booker T a rock bottom and clean house of the Alliance members. Again, it's always Sean O'Hare and uh, Chuck Palumbo leading the charge, basically, of like people to get their ass kicked by the WWF. Yep. <laughs> so uh that that is about that's gonna wrap up uh the uh raw and smackdown uh portion of things but um what'd you think of like uh this going forward you know that we now know that it's gonna be stone cold versus kurt angle at SummerSlam, and that the rock is on team wwf and he will fight wcw champion booker t at SummerSlam. what'd you think of all this keith I mean, I think it's a, you know, looking back at this period, it's not as bad as people give it for. Um, I think that there was a lot of positives in this. Um, And these shows kind of show it, you know. They didn't really, it didn't really go off the rails, I feel. Uh, I think that what they did post-invasion was kind of odd. 
you know, because all of a sudden now you have these guys who are in the fold as they should be, you know, but it's just, you don't really know what to do with them. But overall, I liked it. I thought it was good. to It's good television. It's good entertainment to watch. So yeah, I liked it all together. Yep. Uh huh. Um, I thought it was good. Uh, it gets the mess across on what we're going with uh, for for SummerSlam, and uh, we'll see uh, how some of the feuds uh, pan out. Like you know, uh, what's sure. gonna, what's going to happen between Stone Cold and Kurt as we get to SummerSlam, The Rock and Booker T. Uh, you know what's going to happen down the line with uh, Stephanie and Chris Jericho. You know because uh, mm-hmm. it's just not Rhino and the Alliance. You know basically coming gunning for Jericho's head and uh, what. What's going to happen with, uh, you know, Undertaker and DDP again? Sure. You know? But the real question is, who better than Canyon? Am I right, Keith? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, before we go, Keith, um, do you have anything that you want to direct the listeners uh, Place to Be Nation product to? Well, you can always check. You can always hear me um, every week on the uh, GFA Live with uh, Petey Winson. That's on separate, but you can hear that on any podcast or app. Um, it's on Spotify, uh, Pod, Black, I don't know what it's on. It's on a whole bunch of shit. Um, you can look for it. Um, also, you can hear me pretty much weekly on the To Be Nation Pop feed um, with the uh, Pop Video Jukebox Song of the Day. And, of course, on the North-South Connection Podcast Network, you can hear A La Carte with Keithy. Um, the next episode should be dropping on the 19th of January, and then you can hear that. And, uh, yeah, just uh, check it out, you know. And then uh, at the Twitter, or as rather the artist formerly known as Twitter, um, X, you can check me out at uh, Flounder824. Yes, uh, thank you very much, Keith. Um, you know, I enjoy listening to everything that you produce on uh, Place to Be Nation and GFA oh, Live you, as well. Oh, yeah, sir. Uh huh. As for me, you can find me mostly here on the Place to Be Nation wrestling feed uh, with this podcast. And uh, as I mentioned before, I kept on calling Keith Steve. Um, I have Extreme Resurrection also on this podcast with Steve Riddle as we are um, going through ECW on Sci-Fi between 2006 and 2010. We are right in 2007 heading towards uh, the reign of John Morrison as ECW champion. And we just learned that CM Punk will face John Morrison at SummerSlam 2007 for the ECW title. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, that's going to do it from us here. I want to thank um, I want to thank uh, Keith uh, Langston for helping me out uh, do, do, uh, being my guest. Um, and so, Nation, again, be prepared as we, the Nation, bring the invasion. <laughs>